When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. So I walk in, I have to kick Brittany out of the studio. I said, go home and work, damn it. I know. She wouldn't listen to me, though. Your face when you saw me walk in was the face of every man in my life. What are you doing here? What the hell are you doing? (laughs) Get away from me, damn it. No, you got a baby at home. I would not come in ever if I were you. Well, I didn't. As soon as we had babies, I worked from home from then on. Yeah, I love it. You. I mean, I have daycare today. Love daycare. So I was like, That's why I don't you should know. be at home hitting the out there sun tanning when it's forty nine. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll stay in the next two days. How about that? That's my. Uh, seriously, I, I, honest to God, your attitude on the show is totally different from home. You're very relaxed because you're right by your. I don't even know if you know this. You're close to your baby, and that makes everybody different. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. On Wednesdays and Thursdays, I won't be because she'll be at daycare. Oh, I thought your daycare came to your house. No, no. Most people, they drop their kid off at daycare. You don't, no. There's a nanny. But, yeah. Nope. We do not have a nanny. So you could two options. You either work from home or you just bring Go-Go into the studio every day. And then you, like Julia. Yeah, we got dog pillows over there. She can lay on one of those. She'd be there's going. A tent in the other room. She would be so nuts because, like, lately she's just desperate about bananas. Oh, she goes, yeah. Nah, nah. Like, just like the most <laughs> desperate little baby zombie for bananas. Nah, nah. Nah, nah. Isn't that wonderful? She's the best. Having little children, and I still don't understand people who don't like children. How the hell do you not like children? I don't know. They're the mm. sweetest, wonderful, loving. Uh, I don't know. She'd be nosy, though. We were at a oh, restaurant. She, who's she related to again, Devin? <laughs> we were at a restaurant, and these two people behind us, we were in a booth. We're having a very serious conversation. And so she was leaning over on the booth, just staring at him. I was like, ma'am, get your life together. And she's just staring. They're talking about a divorce that this one guy had. <laughs> I was literally like, hmm, go, go, like, try to turn. And she's like, no, 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 mama, mama. this is getting good. Just staring. Just a one-year-old staring at them. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like the type of people that they go out and argue in public just so that they can stay calm and not cause a scene. You just see a baby over somebody's shoulder. Like, I know. Yeah, this really ruins the mood for I our know. argument. Totally. You know, Catherine and I never argue. It just never gets that far. When I walk in the house, I can tell by looking at her face if she's pissed off at me or not. So there's nothing to argue about. You can, yeah, it's already figured out. It's already it. figured out. Exactly. I know how it's going to go. So we just go forward. Go, hey, good to see you. That's, that's great. That's terrific. I don't see any really horrible news this morning, but I suppose I could dig some up if you want. This is not horrible news, but it's also not great news either. The weather. 
Cloudy, a few breaks of sun, but also a patchy drizzle possible with a high of 58. Tonight, mild with showers and possible thunderstorms, a low of 54. On Thursday, warm with occasional rain, a high of 63. And then it hits on, it was going to be Saturday, now it hits on Friday. Friday, 46. Saturday, 36. Sunday, 35. Monday, 36. And Tuesday, 37. So <laughs> once we hit uh, Friday, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. you know. You know. What do you think of that? I think I'm, I think I'm ready. You ready for winter? Well, I mean, it is November 1st in just six days, so. Oh, it's Andy's birthday today. No, it's tomorrow. Sorry, I thought it said the 26th. It's the 25th. Somebody's birthday is August, or, or October 25th, though. I can't remember who it is. It doesn't matter. So in any case, right now it's cloudy. It's 49 degrees as we speak, 58 later on. It's going to be a very cold week, uh, weekend coming up, and it doesn't look like it's heating up anytime soon. Although I, it does not call for, in just uh, six more days, three feet of snow like it did in 1991. Yeah, we don't need that. Three feet of snow no. on Halloween and the next day. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I, we don't need that. That's <clears throat> No. Uh, I'm ready. Like, I've accepted our fate. Sort of going to the gym more, not running outside. Like, I've mm-hmm. accepted we're, we're setting up the unfinished basement as, like, a play zone for go-go. Like, I've accepted our fate. But, like, be reasonable, people. Like, I'm not ready for, like, a foot of snow. That's insane. Yeah. It's true, but we are going to get some drizzle this week. Or not drizzle, but flurries. My friend's <clears> getting... This weekend. One of my best friends is getting married on Saturday. And she goes, does anyone have umbrellas for the food trucks if it starts snowing? And I was like... Uh, people are... People, especially when it comes to weddings, they're very... Sad. Like, I've always had this dream of being outside. And then when the weather... Like, I got an email for a wedding I'm doing on Saturday. And they're like, we're just moving everything inside. I was like, thank you so much. Because nobody wants to be outside for your wedding when it's cold. But it's also like, this is just for the food truck. Like, I'll stand in line in snow for a taco. So, like, it's fine. We're talking tacos again, man. Now we're talking. I know. Brides definitely think that they have to cover every base. And it's like, we're also humans that know that if it snows and we have to be in snow for a half second, we'll be fine. That's kind of interesting. I was never a skier or a skater or any of that stuff. I I just didn't care for outdoor sports in the winter. Me neither. Maybe it's because I sucked at them. That might have something to do with it, you think? Yeah. Your daughter gives me a hard time because I literally, like, I won't change my amount of how active I am, but I just quit going outside completely. Like, I, either that or I start, like, I start wearing snow pants as soon as it gets cold, and no matter what, I wear snow pants. Because, like, why wouldn't your lower half want a jacket, too? I agree. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you, honest God, way, way back in the day, I mean, many, many years ago, I considered I was going to buy a condominium downtown just so in the winter I could walk through the Skyway. That's not a bad idea. I was, that was, I was, that's what I was going to do. I never did it, but I was going to do that. With everything that's happening in Minneapolis, I feel like their real estate prices really hasn't changed that much, which is kind of wild. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Ha. <clears throat> what? Yeah. It feels like they're not aware of how to get people to move <laughs> back downtown. Guys, yeah, like, everybody moved out. What should we do? Raise the prices, I guess. Like, maybe you lower them, you get a few more people that want to live there. I seriously, when I was a little boy, I wanted to live downtown. When I grew up, I was going to buy a place downtown and I was going to live downtown right in the middle of it. It was going to be wonderful. And I just, it just never happened. Yeah. I had dreams of that too. I loved women that would walk around downtown and go to lunch and all that stuff. And 
yeah, it just it's never going to happen for me. Not anymore because it's a danger zone now, for Christ's sake. And I still, hey, that's all on the same people, the same people that ran their mouth about the police and ran their mouth about hatred and ran their mouth about you are the ones who caused this. So thank you very much. That's great of you. Yeah. Also, it's really nice having a yard when you have a dog. That's true. Very, very true. For some reason, speaking of dogs, and maybe you guys would know this, but for some reason, Jude last night sat in a chair and stared at me for about an hour. I'm like, have, what are you doing? Did you say something offensive? To no, me? I went over and petted him. I, he wanted lots of pets for some reason. Now, Alex's two dogs stayed with us the whole weekend. Mm. Is he blaming me for that? Probably. <clears throat> but That's thought, what it is? I thought he loves Birch and... Oh, except when they go, to, they go to Catherine and me for pets or they get oh. fed or something. He does not like that when we feed him and pet him. And May is a very I-need-to-be-on-your-lap kind of dog. Yeah, she's calming down a little bit, though. That was great. She's, she's a great dog. Yeah, she's, she's much calmer than she used to be. But, yeah, he was just sat there and he was like, why are you staring at me? What the hell is that all about? But he is Jude, so you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. And I still love the fact when we're down in Florida on vacation, we holler his name. Everybody in the neighborhood turns around and looks. Right. How offensive. I you think know? it's just hilarious. Awesome. <laughs> Do you think boy dogs are more needy than girl dogs? I mean, my dog I don't know. is the neediest dog in really? the world. And he, like, so he starts doing these things now where if I'm sitting on the couch and I have my hand, like, just sitting on the couch next to me, He'll stand over my hand where he wants me to pet him, and then I'll start scratching his stomach, and he'll, like, move himself to adjust so he gets the right area of his stomach scratch. I'm like, you are the most high-maintenance thing I've ever seen. You're missing the point, Buster. Yeah, right right there, right there. Yeah, Yeah, it's wild, because I have a boy cat now and a boy dog, and they follow me everywhere. And Robot, she's like, I'm good. You're on your own. You're a roommate. Yeah. I got things to do. But I have these two boys that just obsessed, constantly following me. I love pulling a trick, though, because hmm. we go downstairs to watch television, and Jude sits in the chair next to me, and just like he always does. Yeah. And Catherine will give me a call and tell me, I'll be home in five minutes. So I look at the clock, and about 15 seconds before five minutes, I go, Mom! And he just runs up the stairs. <laughs> That's so funny so you do weird. that. Because you and I, there's something really mentally unwell about Oh, yeah, I agree. Because I like to go, hey! and get all the animals up <laughs> as if somebody's coming in the house. Well, she does come in, though. Yeah, okay, well, at least your yours is real. <laughs> right. Mom! Mom. Oh. 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 Jesus! Why don't you calm down for... Well, I do the same thing. I was... Judd! Yeah. Uh, same story, same I deal. Just, I'm so excited by that. i got to ask you a question, sir. I yeah. um, was very busy last night, didn't get to watch the baseball game, and I go to the Star Tribune this morning. I can't not. I can't find a story on. Where is it? I'm about uh, 15 stories in, and I still don't see the score of the game last night. I highly doubt you can find it because my guess is the deadline came before the game came to a conclusion. And with the oh, press really? times now on the printed papers, you don't get a lot of stuff. So um, I will tell you this: I don't remember the last time I was this unexcited for a World Series I agree. when you're going to have Arizona and Texas. What are the ratings going to be for this thing? I'm not going to watch it. I can guarantee you that. I don't care. Right? I mean, just... Yeah, yeah but I, so if you're outside of... If you're not a Ranger or Diamondbacks fan, uh, you know, like, I think what you just said is going to represent what 
a lot of people think there was, you know, if it's Philadelphia, there I think there's more of a. I'm not saying they're super popular, but there's mm-hmm. way more of a curiosity there and, and a market size there mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. Yeah, this is um, boy for what I thought the World Series was going to be. It's sure not, and uh, this has me. This has me probably not prioritizing trying to watch too many games. I understand that, and I'll tell you what, it makes me feel even, and this is just being a lifelong Twins fan since I was nine years old, I do not like the fact that the team that beat us is not going to be in the World Series. Mm-hmm. So now we drop from like being in third place to being in fifth place. <laughs> it's like, damn it! I hate that. And it looked for sure like, uh, well, hell, it looked. We, yeah. we talked about this last week. It looks like it was going to be the Astros and Phillies for sure. Absolutely. You know, what, you know what's funny is uh, relatively late in the season, the Rangers and Diamondbacks both came to target field for series. And, Tom, I'm telling you, I thought these teams are dead. They're not making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They looked awful. The Rangers' bullpen was a mess. Uh, the closer that Arizona got, I think they got him um, in a trade near the deadline he gave up a mammoth home run to matt walner and i remember thinking these teams aren't even gonna make it right right so what happened i just don't look i i did know the the twins were not a very strong team they were a fun team to watch i love my minnesota twins don't get me wrong but i knew they were not strong enough although when i told people back in 87 the twins are going to win the world series they i went you're out of your mind they, they lost almost half their games and i said well i'm just telling you man the beginning of the season, and, you know, Herbeck always asked me, that Gary Gaetti asked me, why did you know in spring training that year? I said, I've been watching you guys since I was nine years old, and I just, they got along so well. The number one reason I thought they were going to win a World Series is everybody on that team got along with everybody else. It was amazing. Well, yeah, and that team, so that, that team didn't have much pitching at, at the time. No. But, my God, yeah, the chemistry was great. The talent, I mean, the pocket, Herbeck. Gaetti, Gagne. Um, and what's funny is, if you go back now, the guy that came through with some big hits in the World Series was Lombardozzi. He Lombardozzi had a big did, hit yeah. in Game Six, and I, it, you know, they couldn't wait to get get rid of him and go to Tommy Bleep and her the next season. But that, that team, worked well. Oh my God! Oh my God! Not only not only did Tommy her. Hated here, not last here, not want to be here, but he ruined Gaetti too. Yeah, he did. He's the, he's the guy that told Gary the world's gonna end. You better convert. You better, yep. you know, you better get with the plan. And the next thing you know, G Man instead of drinking beers with Herbeck was going to church. And oh man, yeah, that was disappointing. Nice Italian boy. What are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> there's the problem right there. Yep. No, it's uh, I, I, it's. I hate to say this because I'm a huge baseball fan, but I really don't have any interest in this World Series at all. None. I think what you're, I think you're, you're representative of a lot of people, including me. God. Yeah, I just the Diamondbacks have, I you know, they're just, I don't know. There's there's nothing there that I'm like, oh man, this you know, the the Rangers. I guess I'm sort of curious about. But Arizona, if, if you were to ask me at the beginning of the playoffs, which team would you not want from the National League? Which team would you not want to be in the World Series? Rank them. My top one's probably the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Because yep. I just don't give a, I don't yep. give a damn. I would have to agree with you on that whole deal. I just, uh, we'll see. I, I think it's, 
I'm hoping it's a really good indicator of next year for the Twins because they did get better and better at the beginning of the season. We're not very good. So this shows we'll see. this shows you. I, I think the one thing that it shows you is, um, especially with this current playoff format, if you make the playoffs, you do have a chance, like a mm-hmm. decent, like a real chance. Um, I don't know if this Twins team did or not because. Because we were just so pleased that they were able to bring it into their 18-game playoff losing streak. But, you know, I don't think anybody, when Arizona started the playoffs against Milwaukee and then played the Dodgers and then played the Phillies, Tom, I don't think anybody at any point in time said, you know who's going who's going to go to the World Series? The Arizona Diamondbacks. I couldn't agree more. I'm sh- I'm still shocked that they went. But God bless them. Good. You, you fought, it, fought hard and... And you won, so you get to go to the World Series. I didn't see that coming at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So are you excited? The NBA, the Timberwolves start tonight. Tonight, couldn't care less. I think it's what is it? Six thirty or seven thirty? Ten. Six thirty, Toronto. Yeah, it's in Toronto. That basketball mecca of Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be interested in the NBA again if they raised the basket to like thirteen feet. <laughs> It's just too easy for these guys. I like that. I mean, it's just e- they go like, oh, okay, score. They don't even have to jump anymore. For no, Christ well, sake. especially have you seen? Are you familiar with Victor Wembanyama? Yeah, yep. yeah. That he is a for like he's like seven. What is he, Judd? Like seven two something like that? Yes, yes. <laughs> he can stand there. Like if you watch his highlights, he'll stand in the middle of the paint, and no matter where the ball is thrown out on the three point line, he takes like two steps. <laughs> and can either block it or at least affect the shot enough where they're going to miss. They've just gotten so big and so talented. Are they going to make the court bigger? They've got to put the baskets higher? These guys are too good to play on those sh- short rims on a short course. I don't think so. I, I think happen, the league likes it. And, oh, yeah. And they, are now, yeah. and they are now the second most popular league sport to football. They pass up like, baseball, yeah. Yeah, they definitely passed up baseball. Yep, it's true. I don't know. I used to be a big Celtics fan back in the day. Uh, you know, Larry Bird and everybody. I, I loved watching the Celtics and all the rest of it. I wasn't around for the – well, I guess I was alive, but I did not even know about the Minneapolis Lakers before that. I remember mm-hmm. reading the story uh, in the newspaper when they left, and I went, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> so that didn't really affect me. But, yeah, it, it just – I don't know. We'll see. Well, the Timberwolves are supposed to be, and and um, Tevin can back me up on on this. Uh, the Timberwolves are supposed to be extremely competitive now, and hopefully not a play-in team. But because of their history, I personally will believe it when I see it. One hundred percent. There, I think their over/under for wins this season is like is around forty-four wins. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, they should have a very successful season if they stay healthy. Ant, Cat, Jaden McDaniels should be a good year. Mm-hmm. I will tell you one thing that that I just I have a couple of good friends who played in the NBA. They're I love them. They're great guys and all the rest of it. But the rest of them, the NBA players are the most arrogant pains in the ass ever born. My God, NBA players are arrogant, including one from Hibbing, Minnesota. If you know what I mean. Mm. Holy what? Christ. What happened to him? I don't know. Kevin McHale. Oh. You ever met Kevin? No, I have not. Not a friendly fella, I'll tell you that. Jesus. I wonder if that's... So, like, go, going back, Tom? Yes, sir. 
No, go, so like, has he, when when you were a Celtics fan, and I'm sure met him at the time, what was he like then? When I first met him, uh, he was very, very pleasant. But the first okay. time I criticized something he or his team yep. did, that was the end. That was it. Oh, One okay. criticism. So it's it like, wasn't maybe necessarily that he was an unpleasant person overall? Oh, no, everybody hated... I know thinks okay. he's an unpleasant okay. person. Let me put it that way. No, I just look. I don't hate Kevin McHale. Anything. I loved him as a player. I thought he's a brilliant player, great talent. That whole team, that Celtics team, was unbelievable. Yeah, they were amazing. So it's not that. It's just you know, calm down. You're wealthy. You had a great career. You were a mm-hmm. superstar. Lighten up a little bit. You right. can take a little criticism. I've never taken any criticism, have no. I? No. Oh, I got all pissed off and. Settle down, for yeah. Christ. Well, with Kevin McHale, and I'm sure it's similar with Scottie Pippen, because it seems like every time he goes on TV and talks, he's always trying to defend how good of a basketball player he was. Because yeah. in the NBA, everybody will point to the top of the pile of the greatest of the greats and praise them and then kind of tear everybody else down. So some of those guys, they live their whole lives being the best player on the team, and then they get to the NBA and they're looking around like, why are you guys now saying I'm trash when Kevin McHale is the fourth best player probably on that Celtics team with Larry Bird. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's probably Robert a Parrish. culture shock. Actually, you're, you're probably right about that. But And, again, I don't mean to sit here and go – because I was a huge fan of Kevin McHale. I think he was a magnificent player. And you want me to tell you what he got pissed off at? Hmm. Yes. Remember how when he played he used to stick his chest way out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember that? He would always stick his chest way out. So I meet him and get to know him. I figured, well, now he can take a joke. You know, he's met me. So I started referring to, as a, to him as Tits McHale. Oh, Jesus. And he did not like that at all. But he did. He used to sick his chest way out to, when he played. It's I'd like, be honored. Okay. Kevin, it's... it's a good nickname. It's a yeah. great nickname. It's so good. You'd be honored, Tits Arneson? Yeah. I've never known for that. That's not oh, and that would go my... over great. HR wouldn't have one problem with that, right, Kevin? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tits Arneson's with us today. Yeah, that'd go over huge. <laughs> yeah, why don't you go ahead and schedule that termination uh, <laughs> meeting for uh, what time do you get done? One minute after you get done. I'll lead the way. I'll start referring to myself <laughs> as Tits Hardison so you feel more comfortable with You might it. get yourself fired yeah. with that yeah. one. Could, well, yeah. That's Tits. true. Arneson. Tits Arneson. <laughs> we could close with this from the movie. God, I can't remember the name of the movie. I can't remember anything about it, but there was a guy in, the, in it. It was about bowling or something. I don't know what the hell it was about. But uh, Kingpin? Kingpin. That's exactly what I'm oh, talking about. That's so exactly good. what I'm talking Yay. about. When, who was it that had the bad hand, the fake hand? Woody Harrelson. Yeah. That was. It was Woody Harrelson. You're right. They're sitting there, and the, <laughs> the server comes over. A very pretty young woman comes over and goes, so can I help you, handsome? And she's looking at the guy he, here, and Woody Harrelson's over here with his one hand. Yeah. She goes, can I help you, handsome? And Woody Harrelson goes, well, I'd like. She goes, I said handsome, not handless. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's so good. Isn't that a great that's a that's a great movie. It is a really good movie. And I'm gonna I've been holding on to that line my whole life. So someday maybe I'll do it to Chris Eggert. Yeah, whatever you say, legless. What do you think? 
It doesn't work. We it doesn't. Find, it's yeah. not a handsome and handless no. is where it works. You're right. We, we got to start making legs some like a, a slime. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Step one. His joke is like seven <laughs> yeah. years in the we making. <laughs> it starts now. It ends in 2032. Yes. There you go. It's got to be workshopped. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. All right, Pally. So another big day coming up. What are you doing today? Uh, I'm going to watch the Wolves tonight. Uh, besides that, not much. Not much. We're, we're uh, fairly slow now until the Vikings play the Packers on Sunday, which, oh, of course, we true. talked about yesterday. It becomes mm-hmm. an absolutely key game because if the Vikings can beat the Packers, they're back to 500, and then yeah. I think there will be legitimate excitement. <laughs> if they don't, people will be very pissed off that they bothered to beat the 49ers because that will have cost them a dra- you know, a potential draft position. So, Is that all beer over your left shoulder? That's bobbleheads. Oh, those are all bobbleheads, right? I looked. Yeah. I forgot you, you had all those bobbleheads. I gotta oh, find yeah. mine. They're they're somewhere in the I don't know in the attic or something. I gotta go find all my. Oh, bobbleheads. you put them away? I didn't know you put yours away. I didn't put them away. Somebody with red hair and. Oh yeah, my, mine have been threatened before. Like she's, <laughs> she's threatened to sell them, and I I say you know I only have one room in this house. Really, I'd really like to keep what I have in here. I understand exactly what you're saying. Go off to your little den there, Tom. You yep, go down. Yep. You go down there. Why don't you go to your room, or better yet, get in the car and leave the house. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, look at Brittany. She's like, I've told my See? husband that before. It'd be a dream Ooh, yeah. scenario. Justin be... gets one corner, and that's it. <laughs> Stay up right in the back. I mean, he gets his whole car. Like, oh, yeah, yeah you're true. a monster. <laughs> and he, he probably has a closet. Yeah. So, come on. But not the whole closet, because yeah, yeah, Brittany's yeah. got her shoes in the he's other He's got, like, hand. a nice decorative calendar in there that he hides. <laughs> so he's got, like, his closet, but, like, also my formal clothes are in there. So. Oh, my God. If... If Brittany has as as many shoes as Dawn, then um, Justin is yeah. Justin is probably trying to step around shoes constantly. Okay, full disclosure, Uh-oh. I just got yelled at for this. She goes, Tom, would you pack up some of your shoes? And I said, Why? What are you talking about? She goes, I know you got all your shoes downstairs and you love your dogs, but you gotta give someone to the goodwill or something. I said, Why? She goes, Because there's like 51 pairs of shoes down there. I had no idea I had that many pairs of shoes because I don't wear the same shoes all the time. Yeah. So they last forever. So I see a new uh, shoe and go, ooh, I like that shoe. I have 51 pairs of shoes. <laughs> oh, my God, Tom. That's I would terrible. not peg, I would never nope. peg you for having 51 pairs of shoes. I just don't get rid of anything, I guess. I'm just holding on to it. I could see that with you. I don't know, that's, that, stop looking at me like that, Judd. You look at me like, oh, this loser. Go downstairs and throw them. Good, Goodwill <laughs> won't take them. They don't take, like, shoes ordinarily unless they're, like, almost new. Well, Go downstairs today and purge the shoes. It's the only dis- thing. I keep everything. I don't keep shoes. Full disclosure? Okay, you want yeah. the full disclosure? Some yeah, of them have yes. never been taken out of the box. So no. there you- <laughs> I can see that with you. Then Goodwill will take them. Yeah. I stand They'll corrected. take them. So I'll be giving... Oh, by the way, I did this yesterday. The Marine Corps is raising money for toys for tots, and I donated some money yesterday. Please do that, because there are tons of children in this economy who are not going to get a toy unless we help. That's just a fact. No, if they're not Catholic, piss on them, but, you know, just kidding. Hey. 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 Man, this show, this show is, boy, 
between yeah. that and Britney's <laughs> new nickname and I have seen on, say it, in a very short in a very short time the HR violations just piling yeah, up. Piss on them. <clears throat> That's all I have to say. All right, Pally, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. See you all later. Bye. See you. I don't know if I don't know if he wants to come back no. anymore after that episode, but such is life. Why am I in such a good mood? I should be in a horrible mood. Because I'm here. That's why I should be in a horrible mood. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know. All right, we do have to take a break here, ladies and gentlemen. And it's going to be interesting because I'm going to be, like, popping out because, unfortunately, the bathroom's about a city block from here, and we got uh, very long periods where I'm going to just disappear because I'm not going to give up on wheeling this. New uh, labeling, I see. It is. It's new labeling. Well, you went with cherry. Have you always been always the cherry? cherry? Always been cherry. What always the? cherry. Yep. Always cherry. <clears throat> yes. Jingo. <laughs> My bad, Brittany. All right, we'll take a break. Be right back. Chris Eggert will join us right after this. Let's take a second to talk about My Bank, North American Banking Company. You've heard me talking about them for a long time now. When they opened in 1998, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker and they know you. While a lot has changed since 1998, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities has not. So if you're looking for a better banking experience, why not bank with my bankers at North American Banking Company? Go to nabankco.com or stop by any one of their six Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Hey, could you turn uh, Bob's mic up next time? Because I could barely hear up. <laughs> Let me tell you about Bialki. It's like, settle down, Sandy. Again, you have to forgive him. He's Italian. Right? Yes. Absolutely. Guys, if you want to reignite your intimacy once and for all, listen. Just give the Twin Cities Premier Health a call for a discreet and confidential in-office evaluation by their highly trained staff of medical professionals. Acoustic wave therapy sessions are 25 to 30-minute treatments with no pain, no downtime afterward. And I'm here to tell you I've had 12 of them, so I know what the hell I'm talking about. And right now, Twin Cities Premier Health is offering a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. Receive this $800, yes, I said $800 value when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. You may know that age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Acoustic wave therapy can rescue your relationship and has been clinically proven to break up plaque and improve blood flow to the penis, the wiener. I said wiener. Definitely take advantage of this limited-time special offer. Receive a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is a savings of $800 when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. Be sure to use code word TOM so we get credit for it. They should put the word TOM in there more often, don't you think? (laughs) 
Uh, this is a savings of $800 when you use code word Tom at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. Be sure to use code word Tom so we get credit for sending you. I wouldn't recommend a service like this unless I knew they could help you. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We, what are you looking up at? I look Color's over at Chris Egan. He, he's not today. What is? It's yellow. Yeah, very, yeah. very warm. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, he's getting up to fix it. Oh, while he's fixing that, I'm going to run down the hall. Okay. Carry this. Sounds good. Thank you. So. Chris Eggert's. There you go. There, now he's back. I liked it. Tom Schlong now that he's out of the room? Obviously, that's what I talk about it. Am I right? Uh, I like that. The warmness was kind of nice. Now it feels a little bit sterile, like you could do surgery yeah, in there. doctor's office vibes. Yeah. I'm Chris, sorry. How the heck are you? Never been better, Brittany. How about you? Really? I'm, I'm all right. I had uh, accidentally been gone for two days, so... <laughs> I've been kind of living that life. Like, I was went into work today, and where's the traffic was crazy today. I heard that, yeah. Saw the deer that caused it. It was a big one. Did you hit the, it? The... <laughs> like, did you see it up close and personal? No, it was just, like, right there on my left side. Okay. It was a big deer that slowed down 212 quite a bit. You so. got a lot of sex-crazed male deer out there right now. Tis the season, so that's why you're seeing all these accidents and all the... Uh, the old deer versus car stuff. It does feel like hunting season snuck up on us. My husband yesterday after dinner was like, so this weekend, and I was like, what? He's like, this weekend is like, I think we could make it work with me going up north. And I was like, oh my God, it's hunting season? Like, it feels like, I don't know why, maybe because we've had like not that cold a weather, but it feels like it really just came out of nowhere. Yeah, it's it's here. And it's really gonna feel like it this weekend though. Uh, yeah, back to back to cold stuff this weekend. Are you a hunter? I I hunt pheasants. I don't hunt deer. Pheasant hunting, I heard, is really fun. Do you get you don't have a dog? Do you have a friend with a dog, or do you not? I have need two one? dogs, but I don't take them hunting. They're not hunting dogs. They're city dogs. Yeah, you told. <laughs> I actually knew you had dogs. They're just always when you're at your house, surprisingly quiet. But yeah, you told us that they're terrible at healing and uh, have taken you out before. Yeah, they are city dogs in the sense of they're both pit bull mix. So when I say they're city dogs, they're city. Oh, I see. Right. Um, can you hunt pheasant without dogs? I don't know. My, yeah. You can? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. Uh, I'm, although most like hardcore will have a dog just because you can sweep them up a lot easier. They can run ahead. Because a lot of the times where you find the best pheasant hunting is where the grass or the corn or whatever the the crop is so dense that mm-hmm. even you walking through it won't get the birds up, but a dog can often accomplish that. So I had my stepdad's retired hunting dog. I had Izzy for forever. She read to retire when she was like seven, and she lasted until she was 16 with me. <coughs> Anyways, I was at this guy's uh, house. We were at uh, a friend of a friend's house, and it was like out in the country. And I was like, yeah, she's a retired hunting dog. She loves hunting. He goes, really? He pulls out a giant shotgun and 
like does the you know and she got so excited and i was like this is the weird because i was like oh yeah that was fun but also felt like a weird move at a party yeah oh your dog likes to hunt let me grab my gun real quick jesus ladies and gentlemen news brought to you by mr money talk josh arnold call josh for your free 48 minute financial evaluation bringing you chris eggert so you got to some really important news there that's good yeah. We're talking about hunting and deer hunting, Tom, so it was important. I have never been deer hunting in my life. Is that fun? You're too busy <laughs> buying shoes, Amelda Marcos. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good shot right there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't I even love- know. Until we moved, though, because we lived in Golden Valley for, what, like 15 years, something like that? Yeah. I had no idea that there were that many pairs of shoes of mine. Some of them I've never even taken out of the box. What the hell is that? It's a solid... I'm going to say it's a dad move. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. And I, and I fall into the same category. Like, I find one pair of shoes that fit the right way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I will never wear a different pair of shoes the rest of my life. <laughs> like, buy 10. Yeah. I mean, it, <clears throat> yep. I, I feel you on that. It is all true. Were you surprised Tom Emmer dropped out of the race? He just is anybody going to ever come close for these pukes? And do they understand? And the Democratic Party and the Republican Party both. You could have done this by now. Not one of you will cross over, which pisses me off. And the fact that you're listening to Matt Gates, you must be out of your mind. That man is nuts. Well, so, <clears throat> I didn't think he had a very good chance because he was considered uh, anti-Donald Trump, and that's the that seems to be the part that's the dividing line between why none of these people who've been nominated have been able to get it. Although Jim Jordan couldn't get it either, even though no. he was a Trump supporter. No. Um, but so he was divisive in the, in the different way. So yeah, I, I guess I'm not surprised. And then um, the former president uh, referred to um, Emmer as a rhino or something. Yeah. In fact, yep. Republican in name only. On Truth Social, so no, it didn't. It, I don't know. It didn't surprise me, but I've known Tom for a long time. Like I said, used to went golfing with him. You know, hung out with him a little bit. I yeah. don't know him really well, but he seemed like a very nice guy, very even keel. He was my. I was very excited when he was running because I thought finally, like a, somebody who's approaching a centrist winning. Hey, how would that? But of course, it didn't happen because nope. these two extreme sides make me want to puke. Did you see um, the old uh, the the Dean Phillips? presidential run is appears to be taking some serious there you shape. See, we got to get Dean in studio because we've had him in studio before he was named to office. We, he came in studio and asked me to, if I would endorse him and I did. And he, that's not why he, he almost lost because of it. I'm sure. But now, so what's going on with Dean today? Well, uh, Jason DeRussia, who used to be at CCO and um, TV and is now uh, on the radio end over there. He tweeted yesterday a picture that somebody sent him of the Dean Phillips for President Bus. Bus? It's yeah, yeah. He's got the whole thing. It's rolling down the road. So um, it may not be official, but it's official enough that he's got his name on the side of a bus. (laughs) Well, the family's got a few bucks. A pretty good indicator if one gets a bus with one's name on the side of it. You know, it must be wonderful in life growing up a billionaire's son because you're just like, I'll do whatever the hell I want. Think about that. Yeah, I, I do think about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> my alarm has been going off at 2 or 3 in the morning for yes, the last sir. 20 years. Oh. And I got some bad news for you. 
37 years of getting up at 3.15 in the morning. I still wake up every morning at 3.15. I, sometimes I get back to sleep, sometimes I don't. But every day, because I did it for so long, I still wake up. Yeah. Sucks. Oh, he's, um, you're not looking too happy that I told you that. Nah, it's all right. <laughs> uh, what was I going to tell you guys? I had a story this morning that, uh, oh, uh, we had that Kmart fire on Friday, Brittany. I think, no, yeah, Brittany yeah. was here. You were here. Yeah. Um, Minneapolis fire came out yesterday with kind of a non-update. They don't know what happened. Oh, of course oh, they nice. don't. That was, that was the update. Nobody <laughs> nobody shit. died there, though, Sweet. and they are going to speed up the demolition process now for what it's worth. So that, that wasn't set to happen until the spring, but it sounds like they're going to get started on it right now. So um, perhaps that whole scene will start to take a little more shape. Uh, Can I ask you a question about that? I want to ask you sure. a question about that store. What, who was the imbecile that said, yeah, let's block Nicollet Avenue? Well, you, I brought that up the what other day. The that hell? The, the history is the city of Minneapolis was really highly invested in that site, and they were going to build some, like, big, grand uh, indoor shopping center slash entertainment complex slash it was going to be, like, the next big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the intention was never to close Nicollet, but apparently Kmart um, ended up, if you would consider them the anchor of whatever was supposed to be built there. And Kmart said they absolutely needed that space. And they apparently demanded that the road be closed. God, why would we agree to that? So I, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's some that have referred to that as uh, one of the bigger boondoggles in uh, mm-hmm. the city of Minneapolis history, which there's a couple of boondoggles on that list. So yes, so there are a couple. And I, still... and I, and I wanted to say boondoggle. There's nothing wrong with the word boondoggle. You know the other part I love about Minneapolis-St. Paul is there's a stretch of 35W. You have to slow down to 35 or 40 miles an hour. You know the part going into downtown St. Paul? Do you know why you have to slow down to 35 miles an hour there? Hmm. Apparently a member of the city council was living on that street at the time, and he didn't want people speeding past his house. Dang. (laughs) What a joke. I'm not mad at him. Listen, if I could, if I could get people to stop speeding down in front of my house, I would do it. But I suppose, I guess, you better run for city council. No, with 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 like city planning boondoggles, as uh, Chris would say. I feel like the biggest one is not having the Twin Cities built like closer to and on the river, like Chicago, where it runs through the city. Like we missed a real opportunity to like have a cooler joint city setup. No, I situation. understand what you're saying. Kind of like where, you know, the river running through downtown Minneapolis. That's just absolutely gorgeous. When it gets over mm-hmm. by St. Paul, it's nice. But I understand kind of a meeting in the middle. Yeah. Do you think it's because Minneapolis and St. Paul people didn't want to meet in the middle? Probably. That's what I'm thinking. That, I mean, that would make sense. <laughs> yep. Because geographically where the downtowns are at, yeah, it's it definitely... And that would be cool, Tevin. I never really thought about it that way. If you had like the downtowns on either side of the river, and yeah, I mean, I sh- I'm not Tevin for 2028 city council mayor governorship. We're gonna 
bring everybody together. Print the you're shirts. Gonna, yeah. You're yeah. Move <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, let's get the shirts out there. City council, student uh, government. Ish. Student council, city council, one of the councils. So your platform is to combine Minneapolis and St. Paul into one city. <laughs> yes. <laughs> one, one true twin city. Chris loves that idea. Yes. I'm sure the people will go for that because I know there's no animosity no. between the two communities. The conjoined twin cities. Yes. There we go. You know what I love so much about that? Since I was a little boy, I have loved both cities because they're so different. Yeah. I yeah. love that about the Twin Cities. Yeah. Very different people. No question. I agree, but it doesn't sound like if, if you're a St. Paul resident or if you're a Minneapolis resident, you can't, listen, can't be on the other side. No, Bloods and Crips. Yep. You know what's funny about that is most of that comes from where, and this is a fact, and they can deny it all they want, but it is a fact. Most of it came from the Catholic Church. It's like, oh, I suppose because yep. they were, yeah, that makes sense. It did. Most of it did. We don't get along because you're not a Catholic. <laughs> it's like, is there anything I can be that you wouldn't, like right now, we're going, I still cannot believe, and I'm not going to drag you into this, Chris, but I, when I tune in and watch young people, 18, 20 years old, pissing all over Jews, I'm like, what are you doing? I, will, I, I don't get it. And like I said, I'm not. You don't even have to comment on that. But I'm like, what? No, I understand. It's a neighborhood I grew up in, and I've always been. I mean, I've liked every Jew I've met except for Gelfand. You know. Yeah. You know. There's that. But doesn't that kind of, in a way, doesn't that shock you guys to hear that on national television? Yeah, it's insane. (laughs) I what? It's so funny because, like, in my life, you know what I mean. Like, I don't know if it's the people I'm around, but a lot of times I don't even find out their religion after like knowing them for two years. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay. Like, and it doesn't, it's not going to change. Right. So you still want to keep playing tennis in the middle of the day? <laughs> cool. Like, all right. So it's like, it just weirds me out that that would be your first concern when usually it's like, yeah. you're a what? Oh, cool. Uh, can you pass the pizza over here? You know, like it just doesn't. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't change your opinion on somebody based off of whatever their religion is. You know what I love about that? We celebrate on Saturdays. Oh, no, it's on Sunday. Oh, I'm going to kill you. Who cares when you celebrate your religion? I don't care. Good God, settle down. In our neighborhood, about like three years ago, a family moved in, and they're lovely, and I play uh, tennis with their uh, teenage girl, and she's lovely. And one time the mom, it was like after they'd been there for like six months, was like, yeah, you know, we're uh, Mormon. And she's like, I know what you think. I go, oh, everything I've learned about Mormonism is from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So I don't think you have any <laughs> idea. Yeah. You don't know. Like, I assume you're going to throw a drink at me right now. If sure. anything, like, she's like, oh, that's never usually what people go. That's all I've. So I just assume you're going to have Louis Vuitton bags at some point. <laughs> like, Possibility, you know. Depends on how it all works out. No, I, I just, again, I'm not going to go on and on about it, but I just, if you're a Palestinian, if you're a Jew, what, I got no problem with any of this stuff. I wish you guys could get along. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be terrific. I do, I do think there is a tendency to, um, because of the way that Hamas puts out information yeah. yep. slash misinformation i do think that they do an effective job at turning the angle off of the terror attack that they 
plotted and planned out over a number of years that started this and turned the focus then to the civilian casualties that are happening in mm-hmm. Gaza. And yeah. that's all that's all public relations right there. And I do think that has something to do with the perception from the public about taking a side on this. But that's that's just outside looking in. But And basically, you could predict, because we are regressing as a society, nobody knows how to read, nobody knows how to do math anymore, nobody's nice to one another. If we continue in this direction, we're going to end up with our own situation. I guarantee you that if we keep going in this direction, Democrats and Republicans are going to start killing each other in the streets. I guarantee yeah, that, it. That needs to, I uh, yeah. It needs to stop. There's no getting around that, right? Nope. You're right about that. So why don't we calm down? I'm good by you. I'm good by you. Uh, I got no problems with it. I was trying to think of a group that I hate, you know, other than radio and TV people. Ah! Fair. What do you think of that? No, I... I Speaking I, of which, I got a roll. I'm late. No, you're not late. Oh, my God. I thought it was 43. I'm sorry, sir. All That's right, okay. we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Bye. I got to get a bigger clock. Well, it's a good thing I made that very clear. Made what? clear that you need a bigger clock yeah oh yeah because if you left the l out that'd be a whole see what i'm saying yeah. oh i, I didn't mean, even think pro- i was like so does twin cities the premier health do they offer that service <laughs> that, <laughs> that acoustic wave therapy does wonders yeah. <laughs> this is amazing there's no question about it no i i just i honestly God, i was thinking about that at home the other day because it, you turn on the tv and it's just hatred 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 right yeah mm-hmm. i don't hate anyone I, you know, I do, I've been, no. do you? Yeah, people Me? that merge onto the highway at 30 miles well, per hour. Well, there is that. I hate those people. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm I, more, like, I, I despise them. I'm but, with you, AJ. I'm more likely to hate somebody based off of some petty thing they did where I'll never see them again more than I am off of, like, something going on. That's the thing. Person. I want to see them again. <laughs> I, I, I want... <laughs> No, it, He's still it, in the truth. If, my, if I'm within a mile of my exit, I'm not getting out of the right lane. I need to exit. <laughs> but if you're going to get on the highway at 25 miles per hour and yep. make me go from 60 down to 30 in a matter of like less than a football, I hate you and I want to fight you. you. I couldn't agree more. Do you ever like zoom up to them and then you see they're like just terrified? Like they're just driving like you could just tell absolutely scared. Yeah. I get out told, of the way. Take a back road to him. And, you know? Yeah. Save the main roads for us that know how to drive. Got no Sorry. problem with that. Sorry, that's, Got no problem with that. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial valuation. I'm going to have to get a new pair of glasses because I thought that said 843 and it said 848. And I'm like, ooh. Sorry about that. Can you trade some of those shoes for new glasses? Yeah, 51 <laughs> pairs of shoes for new glasses. That's the exchange rate. Well, yeah. to hang that big red clock that's up in the other room. Hang it up in here. Leave the L off of that one, too. See how that works. Mm. We shall be right back right after this, ladies and gentlemen. It's Tom Bernard here for Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. I'm happy to say I purchased an EV Mustang from Flagship and have friends and coworkers who bought new vehicles and used ones from this family-run dealership. That's just 20 minutes east of the metro in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Whether you want to compare their used car specials, claim Ford financing options, or simply book an oil change or tire rotation, they have you covered at Flagship Ford. New vehicles like the Ford Escape, the Edge, or F-150 pickups with special engine options, Flagship Ford can answer all your questions on your next new vehicle. The month of October is tire month at Flagship Ford. Fit your tires for your specific vehicle. 
any model car, truck, or SUV and get your tires before the snow flies, just $5 over cost. That's a purchase of four new tires with a $70 rebate gift card on top of the 5 bucks over cost on most brands of tires. Flagship Ford, east of the metro in Baldwin, Wisconsin, online at FlagshipFord.com. That's FlagshipFord.com. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention, value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so he made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. You all have helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, MyPillow 2.0, and more. Great news, the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology, I said proprietary technology, makes them extremely absorbent, which we like, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel, which we also like. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98, and for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's T-O-M. That's a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. <laughs> 